Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum! And welcome to another episode of Late Night Vacuum. I am Grockies as always, and I am joined by much prettier Dublar Thackeray. Yes, I'm I'm the prettiest Dublar that ever did exist. <laughs> this is actually Crass Kitty of Bad News Gaming, another streamer on Twitch.tv. And uh, she is filling in for Dublar Thackeray today. He was unable to make this cast, so we have decided to bring her in to share her experiences both as a streamer. Yes, as a streamer. <laughs> I wasn't uh -huh. going anywhere bad uh -huh. with we're, that. We're, 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 and uh, as a new player to Star Citizen, since so often, you know, the conversations are filled with people that have been around the Star Citizen-verse for quite a long time. So it's always good to bring in that new, fresh perspective. However, before we start off, Crass, how about we uh, harmonize? Okay, we can do this. All I right. practice for this. Yes, yes, we did. All right, in okay. three, two, one. Oh. Beautiful. I like your little hand motion. That was, that was, that was cute. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like I this hand motion a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, for the love of yes. I'm adept at that hand motion. Wait, wait, phrasing, 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 Rockies. For, for those of you that, that can't see us and are only hearing you, uh, I made a motion that's very commonly associated with what happens when you pretend your hand is a hole, you know, and stuff. It, it's, we're, we're showing the inner part of a donut. It's the international symbol for, like, donuts. screw up. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, we're, we'll start off as we usually do, though, and uh, I'll, I'll go quick just to, to give Crass an idea of what we talk about here at the start of the show, but this is the part where we talk about what we've been playing over the past week, and uh, I figured I'd go first because it's, it's pretty quick. For me, it's Star Citizen 2.0, <laughs> all Star Citizen 2.0 on the PTU, which, uh, yeah, that fills my oh. head. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I played the brand new Horizons launch for Elite Dangerous. Uh, worked on my my personal project with Elite Dangerous, and uh, that like I consider that gaming because it is gaming related. And then I, I've been playing the the two point PTO PTO PTO. Wow, I feel I felt yes. I sound uh, ignorant. How was the release for Horizons? I mean, I I didn't get to play it myself. Um, so, God, I hate to say this because I love Frontier, but it was underwhelming. It was entirely underwhelming. I feel like they just added a lot more shallow content that didn't really add any more depth to the game. Um, so, so the biggest issue I have with Elite Dangerous is that after a couple months, there's not really a lot more content for you to delve into. There's no, there's no real lore for you to get into or anything, which is what my project is addressing. But um, it, there's nothing immersive. Like it's immersive in the sense that it's a space sim, but it's not immersive in the sense that you you can lose yourself very far. And I feel like the planetary landings were just another shallow. Oh, this is really awesome, but the excitement will fade very quickly, sort of thing. But I am excited for the rest of their 2.0 or or their their actual not 2.0. Um, the rest of their what sort of looking for expansion that's going to come out over the next year. Uh, I'm very excited for it. That. That perfectly makes sense, and uh, since you did bring it up, it, we'll talk more about it at the end of the show, but uh, I figure it, we get it to due time in a couple of times here during this podcast, and uh, the Elite Dangerous project that you mentioned, Yes, I heard that, um, uh, you know, it's trying I, to combat some of that shallowness a little bit. It is. Bit. So, so something that I've always done well as, as a channel on Twitch is roleplay, and not only that, um, I've always felt that roleplay is something that Twitch loves. Like any of the, the roleplay servers that have popped up over the past couple of years have been wildly popular on Twitch. And um, because I want more viewers, and I want more viewers in Elite because I stream Elite and, and other space sims, and I want more people in space sims, I figured why not get the people that love RP and bring them into this? And so I'm making made, made um, with you. You don't even act like you don't know about this crap. Anyways, uh, I made a, I uh, an Elite Dangerous roleplay server. And it is in, insane. It's absolutely insane. And it's going to be fantastic. We worked around all of the issues that Elite really has of letting you interact with people. We've, we've created ways to get around the RP barriers and ways to get around all of the barriers that Frontier really has for multiplayers. And I, I'm, I'm just super stoked about it. Super stoked. 
I have to admit, so am I after, uh, after your stream yesterday where the rules were being, you know, created and it was being built out and your hype and excitement for this project are beyond infectious and I too am extremely excited to get in there because I love Elite, but the content... I mean, you're going to be a bounty hunter, right? Yes. Oh, yes. I love okay. to PvP. That is that is my history in gaming. I've PvP'd for a long time, so that, that, that gets the blood flowing. Should I tell them where they can find more info about the server? Oh, of course. We'll make sure it's also in the show notes okay, as well cool. for anyone out there. To um, I don't actually have a direct link to it, but if you go to my Twitter or Twitch, both under Crass Kitty, there's direct links on both of them. And the, the Twitter, it's pinned to the top of my page for you to apply and get on it. Little little bit of self-promotion there, you know, sliding in. Just sliding in. <laughs> and for the audio listeners out there, that's C-R-A-S-S-K-I-T-T-Y, just how it sounds. Mm-hmm. But uh, to the main thing that we talk about on the show, Star Citizen, and... Which I'm excited for, once it stops crashing. <laughs> it's kind of stopped now. Now it just lags a lot. A lot. Mm, delightful. Wonderful. Oh, I hate Sexy commies even. now. Constellations hate them now. So I, uh, I hate them. I actually, I up until yesterday when I was watching Bad News Baron stream, I had no idea what a constellation was. Everybody's been mentioning like, oh, constellations, constellations, constellations. I'm like, is this something I warp to? Like, are there fucking constellations that I can go and like travel to and explore and name and make lore out of? Like. I literally had this idea in my head that you could like name constellations and create like stories for them. Like, like, you know, we have like Scorpio and whatnot and, mm-hmm. and um, no, it's a ship. It, it's not something you can fly to. And so I feel really dumb. Um, but Hey, lesson learned. I learned something new yesterday and I'm really excited about it. it. There's, there's a lot of knowledge to go with star citizen. There, there's the lore section of their site alone is days worth of reading and i know that because i have read through all of it Mm -hmm. um it's endless amounts and so for today for everyone out there i'm sort of going to be playing the old veteran of star citizen and uh finding out the new experience the new player experience from crass here to you know get that perspective on everything and that's that's really i think that's a, a very good perspective to have especially because Today is, as of the recording of this, is the Video Game Awards. And Chris Roberts is going to be there with a new trailer for Star Citizen. It is going to be getting a lot more visibility on it. A lot of new players are going to be coming in. And we're going to be seeing them in our chats and on forums and everything else. So I think it's a it's definitely a great idea to, to speak to someone who might be new to star citizen but not gaming in and of itself so what has it been like so far Chris? i played when the 2.0 really first launched and so my first initial experiences were holy crap this does not stop breaking um <laughs> i had somebody on discord with me and they were telling me what to do like to do my keybinds and stuff and that seemed overwhelming beyond belief that was um great. yeah yeah <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't see who was in Discord. I didn't know any of your voices yet. Like, forgive me. Anyways, um, thank you. Anyways, I I was really overwhelmed um, because the game kept crashing, and then the controls. It's like, oh, I have to remember where all of this stuff is and retrain my brain from Elite to this, and that's really interesting. And then also the strafing thing. I still don't understand anything about the strafing thing, like how it works, what it is. I, I kind of think of it as vertical thrusters in Elite Dangerous or side thrusters. That with a power like tenfold over. Okay, so that was something that was really confusing to me. And then the other thing was um, just, it, it, I think honestly I came in at a really bad time because as much as it was breaking, I could not get a complete view for the game. Mm-hmm. Um also, I was terrible at combat. And and also, it just, it's not very clear on how to start. Of course, I think there might be tutorials, but I didn't look. There is a yeah. tutorial. But Makes it, me a great gamer, guys. I promise I'm a great gamer. It's buried a little bit, actually. They, oh, okay. they put it very front and center. And um, I think that's actually a, a really good point that you made there is the fact that you didn't know there was one. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, I say I didn't look. What I mean was I didn't look in depth. Like I, I looked on the page and I was like, okay, I don't see any like upfront tutorials to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they're so in alpha or not even alpha. I guess they're in testing. Uh, they're they're officially an alpha at this point. Okay, so they're so an alpha that maybe they haven't put this together. But but the problem that I really have is that there's no there there seems to be no nothing that shows you what the purpose of the game is, like like what activities you can get into, how to interact, and also the lack of voice comms is infuriating because there's so much opportunity to mess with people and role play with them and just have a good time, if only there were voice comms. That is a future feature. Got it. So that is definitely being added. They're working out how they want to do it. I hope I don't sound like I'm ragging on Star Citizen. These are just my first impressions. Overall, as a game, I think it has amazing potential, and I'm really stoked for it. And I'm actually planning on playing tonight because I heard that the patch made it a little more stable. Um, It it has, um, as long as you can deal with intermittent lag. Got it. Well, I I, I just, I, I, I did have some really cool experiences in it. I got to steal somebody's ship, which was awesome. I loved that. It was great. And then somebody sewed away on my ship. And then we exploded in space and we were just sitting there and floating. And I made a monologue about how I was the last person in space and going to die alone and watching <laughs> my life fade before my eyes and knowing that I'm going to run out of oxygen soon. And there's absolutely nothing I can do. And is this what it really feels like to be alone? Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful monologue. Those are the moments that I think uh, excite a lot of people about Star Citizen, even those that I've seen new to the project is, is moments like that you just mentioned. Even amongst all the crashing and the problems, is mm-hmm. you get those brief glimpses of... Of what it could gem. be. Yeah. And it's fascinating. It's amazing. It's really exciting. Um, I just... I I wish it was a little more clear, I guess, for, for new players. Um, uh, clear on which points? I mean... Like, what the ships have to offer. I know that there's a separate website, but I feel like it should be integrated in the game. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is... I am a nitpicky person, guys. Please forgive me if I sound like a total stuck-up person. No, no. Um, I, I just... I, I don't know what the different ships have to offer. Um, I... Like, I really don't understand kind of the whole pressing V to, to change your, your flight speed leaving. Like, I understand that it's necessary, but I don't understand why... Like, there was no explanation anywhere that that's what you had to do. Like, right. I had to learn that from my chat. Like, because yeah, I'm sitting there like, why am I only going 50? And they're like, oh, press B. And I'm like, right, because I never would have figured that out on my own. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I have this issue with a lot of games that I play, actually. Um, and this is just something that seems to be more and more common nowadays, is that games want you to figure everything out on your own and just kind of discover things. And if I didn't stream, I probably wouldn't know how to play half the games I play. Because my, my Twitch chat has taught me everything. Now, I, I mean, to give myself credit, I probably would figure it out, but it would take me a lot longer. It is so. it is a good problem, I guess, to have because they have an in-depth system in there. But the fact that it does take so long to learn those things, um, I think that would be, you know... Especially with the crashes, it makes it very daunting. And having your first experience in PTU, of course... Was rough. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it, was, it was exhilarating at the same time. It was like... I was part of something that people, A, were very jealous that I was even involved in, um, which which was made me feel bad because I felt like I didn't deserve it. But at the same time, it was like I felt like I was very honored to even be participating. And I was excited because here I am kind of like, it's like, so let's say this was, this was this is such a weird analogy, but let's say this was like civil or not civil, um, ancient America and you were Columbus and you had just come over and you had made your brand new frontier town, whatever, right? I'm probably doing wrong analogies, but whatever. You had just made your brand new frontier town and then I stumble upon it and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be part of this town. You already did all the work, but I'm excited to help you build it further. Like that's, <laughs> that's me right now. It's like, I'm coming in and I'm like, whoa, this is super cool. I'm going to be bitchy about everything and complain and just be a typical American. You know, I got this. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be part of this. I want this. I want in. So that's that's where I'm at. And I think a good lesson for CIG on this is, you know, and Cooper Black specifically said, you know, it, it's not a game. It's an alpha stuff she is complaining about and um, missing is stuff that belongs in games, not alphas. However, these are good lessons for the developers as more and more people come in 
from a new perspective as they show off trailers and realize they can jump into what appears to be a game in some ways, even though it's still an alpha, there, there's going to be a, uh, a sort of, um, I'm trying to think of the word here, but uh, essentially, you know, it, it's it's how they look to the outside world and how they're perceived. It's it's the perception. I want to say, I just want to make it clear, like, I'm I'm not trying to sound very complainy. Like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm super oh, yes. complaining. I'm just literally giving my very first impression of the game. And, and I mean, I it's very rare that I, I really love a game right off the bat. I, I usually mm-hmm. find some things that I can see potential in and then I work towards them. So that's just how I operate. And I'm, I'm really sorry if I seem like I'm not excited about this game or I'm putting it down because that's not the case at all. I'm super stoked. Um, personally, I see endless opportunity for this game. Um, like honestly, I, like I said, I love role play and I really could see a role play server being amazing in this. The ability to actually shoot guns at people and get out of your ship and hijack ships and, and you know, all of these amazing possibilities are just waiting, waiting for somebody to reap the rewards. And I, I mean, I did some research on it and like apparently there's going to be private servers. There is. And so that means that role play groups will be a thing. And for a role player who loves space games, that is like, holy shit, yes, I'm so excited. Like, these are these are all the things that I'm looking at and seeing as potential. But I was just giving off my first impressions of the actual game that kind of, um, I don't want to say deterred me because that's not the right word, but it, it made me more hesitant to play it for too long because I'd get frustrated. And, yeah, and that's why I was tying it back to the fact that for CIG, these are, are good lessons. As it, I mean, they're obviously going to be creating more tutorials and experiences as it grows, but because they're growing so quickly and they're giving access so early, perception is going to be a key thing here. So since they have a game tutorial in they've worked on, there are areas for improvement there, which are perspectives you can give them as both someone who shows it off to a community as someone new coming in, so that these notes can be made and we can pass this stuff hopefully off to the development team going hey this is someone who's really excited about this but here are the frustrations because we we've preached a lot and i mean i I mean your chat is making a good point they're like it is an alpha these things are not supposed to be an alpha Mm -hmm. but um i guess i guess what kind of gave me the misconception and i i i I guess this is where how do i explain this um what, what gave me the idea of like well i would need a tutorial and everything is because i've played alpha games nonstop in the past year like played arc when it was an alpha played um daisy when it was an alpha played all these games when it was an alpha and some of them had tutorials some of them didn't arc didn't daisy didn't like i said this is a complaint that i've had with many alpha games but there's other alpha games that did come out that did end up having a mild tutorial you know um so of course i can't think of one off the top of my head right now because i'm you know, super smart, but but it, it's it's just a, a mild complaint. Like I honestly, I, I think the game is doing really well. It has a lot of features. It has a lot of cool things. There's different space stations. I recently discovered that. I had no idea there was different space stations you could go to. And then I warp over. Somebody tells me how to warp, and I warp, and I'm like at a different space station. And then I warp again, and I'm at another space station. And I'm like, oh my god, like this is actually not tiny. Like there's not just walking around and looking at empty ramen gardens. There's there's stuff. And of course, I didn't ever find a gun because I could never figure out how to land. But you know, it was it was hard, and I was ready to accept it because I wanted the experience of holding a pistol in my hands and being like, "Yes, I am finally the Starcraft master." Or not uh, Star Citizen master. I don't know why I said Starcraft, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Both you of us see. But y- yes, and uh, by the way, you, you you do have that pistol to start with. You you always have no, it. you don't. Yes, you do. No, you are you serious? Yes. Oh. Uh, Wait, how do I access the pistol? One on your keyboard. This is what I mean! Like, I would never press one in a fucking space game! Why? Like, I would press one to look at things in my ship, not to access a gun. Yeah, once you're out of your ship, it goes basically like a a first-person shooter. So, just like you would switch weapons in that, essentially pressing one pulls out the gun once you're out in, in first person. I feel so mode. dumb right now. And you know what's funny? is Like, every other game in the world, you press 1 to access your gun. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, that's lucky because it's not going to how it's going to be. It's a space game. I, I, I don't play a lot of FPS games either, and but I know this, and I feel really dumb. I must sound like the worst gamer in the world right now. I'm so sorry. No, not at all. It's, it's, it's that whole, there are things they could do. They could make a, a short video for the site. 
where they say, hey, here are some of the, you know, the things that maybe you want to learn. We're still in alpha, but here's some key points for you or where you can I mean, even just to a simple, find this info. And, and had I done more research, I didn't know I was going to be playing PG <sighs> literally 30 minutes or so before I yeah. started playing it. Um, well, not 30 minutes. I think I had that day and I was really busy that day. But I had I known I was going to be playing it, I would have watched tutorials, I'm sure. And actually, actually, I did end up watching a couple tutorials, but they, like, they explained to me um, in them that there was other, like, stations. That was, that was something that was novel in them. And then there was a couple other things I learned, but for the most part, I feel like a, a clear-cut tutorial would be really helpful. Even if it was just a simple YouTube link that they had on their page, that they're like, this is a tutorial we think you should watch. Boom. Yep. And that's something easy that an alpha can do. Exactly, and that's why I mean, always... all you have to have is a content creator, and people are already volunteering it. They just have to pick their favorite tutorial. I used to do Friday flight schools. So yes, I, I understand it very well, and this is why we've always talked about on late night vacuum constructive criticism for the mm -hmm. game because it's and I, only like helpful. I said. I just want to make it clear: I'm not trying to put the game down. I'm super oh, yeah. stoked about this game. Oh, yeah, it doesn't seem like a put-down at all. It, it seems like a good perspective from a new user who's well-versed in games that could be... I mean, obviously I'm well-versed in games. I didn't know to press 1. <laughs> it's a space game. In Elite, it's very, very different. So, uh, yeah, then, uh, just, just to all the listeners and chat and everything, um, I recently got into space games in the past six months, and the only one I've really played is Elite Dangerous. So... As much as I tried not to do this, I came into Star Citizen trying to play it like Elite Dangerous. Like a more evolved Elite Dangerous. And that was a mistake on my part. And that's where a lot of my issues came from. But, um, yeah, so these are all very, very good points to, to bring Wait, up to you the can, staff. Just, just, just a second, your, your mm -hmm. chat just said something. I can steal a vending machine. I was just about to bring that up to see if you'd found out about the uh, the detail that they've gone to at this point that people are starting to find out, even in the alpha and the very early stages of alpha at that. Um, I actually, I managed to grab a crate of medical supplies and load it into the back of my ship and take it back to a station. So yes, you can go to some of the stations and if it's floating oh, around exciting. in zero g you can push it and if you can push it you can push it outside and if you can push it outside you can push it into the back of a ship and if you do that then you just fly off with your ship and you have whatever you put in there with you this is going to be amazing so yes yes i could help you steal i can just picture okay i'm sorry to go back to rp but guys rp is my bread and butter but i can just picture it now my job as a smuggler I go to empty space stations, I ravage them, I take their ramen things, and then I go to big stations and I say, hey, I heard your ramen machine was out of order. Look at this, what I got here for you. Working and everything. It's all yours. 50, is it credits? How do you have money working? Uh, credits, yeah. Yeah, 50 credits, 500 credits, 5,000 credits, whatever, you know. Gonna bring oh, man. Some I would be, bennies. I would be a ramen dealer and I could just get people on my ship and offer them ramen from my dispensary on my ship if they were hungry. Oh, you're hungry in space? Bitch, I got you. I got you. I got some ramen for you. So you're going to run a food truck. I'm going to run a food truck out of my spaceship. It's brilliant. A food brilliant. ship. Oh, that's awesome. I hadn't yeah, even thought ship. of that. That's awesome. Yep. See, this is why I'm the role player. I mean, you're a role player, too. Go yeah. I, I'm doing crazy science with my role playing instead. I, I didn't yeah. think of running a food truck with a big Benny's vending machine. That is brilliant. But you should have, because because ramen is a delicacy back on Earth, and you need to market it that way. Yep, that's um, that is beyond one of the best things I have ever heard for ideas coming for Star Citizen. Aren't you excited when I run this this Star Citizen RP server? Can you imagine the content I will create? It's going to be amazing. Yes, the, this opens up whole new realms of possibilities. That's, I'm so excited! Like I'm so stoked um I, i'm probably thinking it'll be what two or three months before anything realistic where i can actually just role play with people in the game and jokingly will happen right um, maybe you might be able to start seeing it once the current ptu goes to live and you can get together with people on your friends list 
And then we can all join up in Discord. Yeah, you, yeah, you'd have to do it through Discord. You won't have the voice comms. But we could we could do some do. minor like casual RP, you know. Yes. And then and then what? Maybe and I have no idea about their timeline. I'm just guessing on timelines and how they typically work. Um, maybe in a year they'll open up voice comms, and then that would be an appropriate guess for a timeline. And then and then what? Six months to a year from then we have private servers. So so what I'm saying is in the next two or three years I'm gonna have my dream space sim for roleplay. And that's exciting beyond belief. And uh, it, it is another good point that you don't have a multi-shower toilet in Elite Dangerous enough set. Yeah, well, also, I really like when I spawn. I, I make lots of jokes whenever I spawn, and I think it's spawning. When you wake up in the bed, um, my, my personal favorite was finding the fish tank magazine and deciding that fish tank was a euphemism for euphemism, 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 um, for, for porn. And <laughs> it was it was right next, I believe it was right next to a screwdriver, which we said was our other euphemism. And, you know, it also, like, when you wake up and there's a ton of flasks around, you're like, yeah, I partied hard last night. Oh, How do you like it? Uh, the yeah. dirty pillow room. The dirty pillow room. Also, when the, when the pillow's underneath the table, like, how drunk were you? Like, did you not sleep in your bed? Exactly. I'm setting up something for chat right now because people are asking who you are and I'm making sure that they follow you as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate but, that. Um, so, aside from the crashing and, you know, some of that other stuff, what questions do you have around Star Citizen? I mean, it's, a, it's a, going to be a rather large game with a lot of depth to it in the system so aside from rp is there any element you've heard of that piqued your interest i'm, I'm really curious on how the combat would work like the pvp like mm -hmm. like i understand that there's little space stations i think where you can go and do pvp right that's in the current implementation yes so what is the future plans for that um okay the the way they currently have it designed, and the design hasn't been fully released, but in its early terms, they've talked about it, is the first part of it is a PvP slider. So you can set your slider how much of a PvP interaction you might want to have. So kind of like when you were, and, and this is just because I'm old school, but when I played EverQuest, there was a little tick box that you could put over your name that yes. said if you want PvP or not. Yes. Okay. I played EverQuest as well. I was oh, a GM. Man. Those, those times, those days. But, um, those, yes, it, it would be akin to something like the EverQuest tick box or the Star Wars Galaxies uh, setting your faction would be even closer, where you could go undercover, full faction, or neutral. Mm -hmm. And the PvP slider sets it so you might have a player interaction or not more heavily. And if you have a player interaction, that player could do horrible, horrible things, or they could help you out, or they could just pass by. So kind of like Eats, kind of the yeah. the brutal the brutal aspect of like anything goes. However, if you do something horrible and someone either gets away or they get a distress beacon off and you happen to be in heavily controlled space, like if you're in soul system, things are probably not going to go for, well for you because the UEE, the main government's going to have a heavy presence there and the cops are going to be on you in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And if you murder someone and they've got a tag on your ship, they're going to send the advocacy after you. So I haven't seen any NPCs or cops playable characters? Um, the, They're going to be NPCs for cops. Okay. They're also going to have a volunteer advocacy possibly, <gasps> but they're going to be like... GMs. Like bike cops. They're like bike cops. Sort of, yeah. They're, they're sort of going to be like the no GMs offense to of the bike cops out there. If they go that route, that's been back and forth. And then the further away you get into like wild space, essentially, the slider is going to adjust. So even if you only like PVE and you like safe space, if you have a run and you decide to do it off into wild space, that slider is going to move and your chance of a player encounter is going to keep going up. And there are so going to be areas. So it changes based on your location. That is yes. fascinating. So why would they make it wild? Okay, so define wild space. And in my mind, wild space is like explore, unexplored space with nobody in it. Um, there, there's there's a couple. Think uh, Wild West type of area. So it could be unexplored space with nobody in it. 
where you could run across another explorer and you don't want them to get credit for the find and you both found it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And to get credit, you actually have to get back, much like an elite. Okay. And so you might not want to witness. So there could be that. Mm, or tell no tells. it could be sort of like an outlaw system like the frontier and they don't really like the law too much and they like you know to be able to sell drugs oh, if they feel oh like, like it. the small planets uh like the outlying planets on um firefly yes oh that's so exciting there oh. are actual planets that have firefly reference names like systems and stuff that are nods to firefly they have a brown coat in the game too it's called the environment coat so you will be able to live out firefly if you want to so, um, so that's essentially how pvp will work in the game to the point where you know you can if you pvp on a planet the first time you, know you what do, I'm gonna do mm -hmm. i'm gonna take my food truck out there <laughs> it'll work all these all these settlers on these tiny little planets with their their home homey life hey y'all i know it's been a while but I bet you'd like some of my sweet ramen. Don't worry, I'll discount it for you. Discount it for you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm gonna sell ramen. So excited. Be the ramen seller. What about fruity Odi bars? Sure, I'll sell, I'll sell anything I can shove in my ship for free. Like, I'll steal it, sell it. <laughs> so out. You're gonna be a food smuggler. Yeah, it's the best kind of smuggler. It's the only thing I care about. So you. So you're going to at least want to start with a freelancer then, because have you seen the freelancer as a ship, the, the picture no. of it yet? No, no. Um, the freelancer, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, it's got a commercial, someone linked in chat that I uh, recommend you watch afterwards. However, for a quick description of it, think the Serenity just shrunk way down so it only fits like four people and it's only got a small cargo area to the back. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Or when you get more expensive ships, there's an explorer ship called the Carrick, which its bridge is a little bit more Star Trek like than Firefly. However, Ooh. it's got the neck bend and the larger aft section. It everyone that's looked at it basically went, Holy crap, that's a Firefly. Oh, I'm so excited. So they, have, oh, I'm so excited. they have ships that very much have nods to really Firefly. good science fiction. Firefly, the developers are in love with the only, science the only fiction. good science fiction is Firefly, let's be honest. And this is the type of excitement that it's great to see having a new player because you know. Oh my God! The possibilities, the ideas. I just i I think that this is going to revolutionize the space sims. Um, I think as of lately, and I, I've played a couple other space sims other than Elite Dangerous. Uh, I, I tried like the I played Kerbal. That's not really a space sim. It's sort of space sim, but it's, it's not what I mean by space sim. Mm -hmm. It's not immersive. Um, I've played you know Star Made, which. Was interesting minecraft and, in space yeah i'm not a big minecraft fan i think it's a good concept but I, I wanted something more beautiful and there's just right now the only things that are beautiful and in space are elite and star citizen but that's it those are the only yep. two things that i know of that you can fly oh and, and that other one that's coming out no the, man's sky no man's sky no there's another one it's like interstellar uh, oh god infinity uh, infinity battlescapes thank you okay that, so those are those are it those are, that's it. And the biggest limitation that I see with all of these is that they're all focused on such shallow content. Maybe not No Man's Sky because they actually like, like ecosystems, but it's all, it's all stuff that you interact with. And after a couple months, you're going to eventually lose interest. Or at least I, I would, because my biggest thing about playing a, a game is the possibilities of your imagination. Is, is using the game and your imagination together to create something fantastic. And, and that, that doesn't have to be role play. It can even be in a single player game. Like when, when I was playing Fallout and in the beginning of it, you know, I, I made this entire storyline of how I was married and how I had cheated on him with the milkman and, or the, the, the salesman and, you know, all of this stuff, no spoilers. Um, but it, anything that I can use to create hilarity or create content or create a story is so necessary. Lore backstory, interaction, even if it's interaction with NPCs. And I haven't seen that in any any of the space games. And then I play Star Citizen and it's like, oh my God, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. This is what I'm having to adapt other games to make work for me. And it's gonna be here soon. 
and I'm so pumped. It's it's great hearing that early days of excitement again, and that's that, that's very much uh, one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on the podcast. And uh, in an example of what the community is doing too, even as the game's in development, um, I don't know if they've adapted it yet or if they've taken it on, but I know the developers watch for this. Captain Flint, another streamer on Bad News Gaming, um, he came up with an idea for smuggling. Mm-hmm. Now, in the ships themselves, uh, very much like how in Elite you can put in different components, in Star Citizen, you can do the same. You're going to be able to put in components. However, because you can walk around your ships, they actually take up physical spots. Mm-hmm. And his idea is that you can replace that physical component with a camouflaged physical component that's actually a smuggler's hatch. <gasps> so use the component system and the cargo system that's already going to be in there, combine the two, and so your trade-off for smuggling is you lose a component, but people aren't going to be able to easily find where you're hiding stuff, so any ship could be a smuggler ship. So you so can it have is, it is Firefly. Hatches. It is Firefly. It's yeah. Firefly. This is Firefly. Yeah. Space. It's what I've been waiting for. Like, yeah, very for... much so. Um, I'm, I'm I mean, curious. can we all admit right now that 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 every time we've been down for the past like ten years, we've just watched Firefly season one and felt better about our lives, and now there's a video game where I can do this nonstop. Like, praise, praise be, praise be, praise wash. Yes, praise fluffy. <laughs> Obey. Obey. All right, what were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you if you'd heard about, uh, there's a couple of systems in there, and they seem to make people go, wait, what, what, whoa, are you kidding? Um, Have you heard about the grabby hand system? Nope, I have heard nothing about any systems. Please tell me everything. (laughs) Well, I want to see your reaction to this, and I apologize for the coughing. Um, Grabby hands essentially is going to be, uh, have you played Skyrim? Yes. Okay. You know in Skyrim how you can press a key, you pick up the object, you move it around, you can place it, and it stays. That's where the object is. Or you can seal everything. Pretty much. That's going to be added to Star Citizen in a way called Grabby Hands, where you will literally animate grabbing the object, picking it up, take it wherever the hell you want, and throw it there or put it down, and that's where it stays. So if you want to go around stealing, for whatever reason, every coffee mug... Like, if you want to collect coffee mugs from different bars or or shot glasses, and they have shot glasses that are physical objects, you could grab a shot glass, take it with you, and collect them that way. Just steal Can you pour things into the shot glass? Uh, They're working on it to that level where you'll be able to, like... Oh, my God, I could be a bartender in space. Shot glass, grab, pour, done. I'm going to be the space bartender and ramen dealer. Everything I do revolves around food and alcohol. Yeah. Be merry. Drink. Pay me. Yeah. All the things. And... They, they've they made mention of the fact that there could be drugs in the game, too, which oh one of the God. science ships they, can make. Well, they do it like, uh, like I think it's Arma 3. No, I, I want to say, what, what game is it? Or when you when you smoke, like, the weed in the game, your whole everything goes fuzzy. There's, like, some game with that. Um, Talking about... Yeah, I think Far it Cry is Arma does 3. it. I think Arma 3 Life does it, too. Far Cry does it, and Star Citizen does it. Oh There's a bar for the, this is where they have drinking implemented. It's not real drinking. Oh, Kata, right? It's an animation. Um, but if you have the bar sort of item for your hanger, you can walk up to it, walk in front of a bottle. Mm-hmm. And you press the use key. You reach out, you grab it, you uncork it, hear that nice sound. It, you know, tips the bottle back to you, put it down. And then all of a sudden you hear your heartbeat. And things get a little fuzzy. And oh, like in EverQuest when you used to get drunk. Remember? Yes. In EverQuest when the you drink too vision. much. The tunnel vision and the wobbliness. And then you accidentally fall into the water. And then you're like, fuck, I'm going to drown. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. And luckily you can't drown in space. Luckily. Because that was my death many a time. You, you could I was, I was, miss yeah. putting on your helmet and then step into an airlock, though. Well, I could do that, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was, I was probably nine years old when I played EverQuest, so getting drunk was the most fascinating thing I could do. And, yeah, lots of lots of drowning deaths. But, yes, they, they are adding little effects like that into the game. That's the, the level so, of depth So here's a question I have. Give you. Um, and this is going to seem kind of negative, and I don't mean it to. Do you oh. think that maybe they're being 
too ambitious with everything they want to add in one complete game instead of adding expansions? Um, that, that's patches? definitely been a major question out there where some people are concerned that they might have taken on more than they you know initially figured however i don't think they did because i think they cut it off at a point where they knew it was right at the edge of where they could push to because they used to have goals and they they would essentially every million or several million um they they would push another item into the game or another thing into the game they, they were uh kickstarter type goals they were uh I can't remember what you call them, but the, the goals for beyond the initial funding amounts. And mm -hmm. they stopped that a while back. It's been like a year now since a new goal has popped up anywhere on there. And that's because they said, okay, we've got enough stuff on the board for now. And I mean, but, but this, this, you've been playing this game for two years mm -hmm. and it's still an alpha. Like, is that not discouraging? No, because I know the standard development cycle is for a game of this size is typically in the neighborhood of five to seven years. Okay. Um, I guess my better question would be with the way that we've come to expect things immediately mm -hmm. in the gaming industry, like somebody launches something and we want it right then. How do you think the community is going to stick with it? Like, do you think, I know there'll be the diehard loyal people like you, mm -hmm. but, but project something like me. What, what do you think I would do knowing this game? I can tell you what I would do knowing this game, and I would just love to hear what, what you think. I think that you will appear for the major content stuff, but as they peter off, if there isn't enough to do and enough sandbox to play around with, you'll disappear for a chunk of time and then come back to it until they have enough for you to have your sandbox to play in. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's, that's probably what I will do, unless, and, and this is entirely dependent on, I find a way to come up with imaginative content, which I'm really good at doing. That is, that is my expertise. Um, but but it, it scares me a little bit because I feel like that's most of the hype for this game is going to be people, people like me. And I'm not afraid to admit that I'm this kind of person. Like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm a bad person by this. Like, I know I'm, I'm bad by not being a loyal fan. But I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Like, do you think that there's anything they could do to, to fix that? Yeah keep going on the path that they're going on so you have a small sandbox to play in with a lot of fun little toys to play with and then add all of the uh all of the other systems and other sandboxes that will extend mm -hmm. out beyond that in the long run which is their current development path and they it isn't going to be too too long before we have a relatively large sandbox of our first system with several landing points with things like mining which in this isn't going to be like elite where you shoot an asteroid and then just collect it with you know an automated system it's mm -hmm. going to be where you have to like scan it find the weak point crack into it set up a mining system for it there's there's actually going to be details they're building out all the systems and they're going to give us all these toys inside our our sandbox that we have and once they have enough of those, I think people will be satisfied to play in that sandbox because we'll be able to come up with whatever story we want. When to do you think that'll be? I give it before we have a, a good amount of toys and a, a good size sandbox to play in. Six months tops. Perfect. So, so, and I know that your 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 chat is kind of pointing out that I, I don't understand that it's not a fully released game yet, and I want to say I do understand that it's not a fully released game, but. I've like and, and I hate I hate comparing games because it's such a shitty thing to do. But the standard nowadays is that when you release an alpha, you should be able to be entertained for at least a couple months. Right? Like that that's that's kind of the standard right now. And maybe it was the crashes that, that have really deterred me because I'm playing again tonight. And if there's no crashes, who knows? Maybe this is what I'm gonna play for the next freaking four months and lose my mind and do. I don't know. A lot of times I hate a game and then I will fall in love with it. That's I'm the same with people. It's really strange. It's really detrimental <laughs> to who I am. It, it makes it really hard to have relationships. Um, but but I think that I think that in six months I will definitely be much larger into it. And I think understanding the game more will help me as well. 
So actually playing more, interacting more, seeing what I can do to put my own twist on the game to enjoy it myself. And I'm excited for that. Yep. And I I think this is a, a again, going back to the perception of the game, This is these are good notes for them to be able to take down to go, okay, maybe we can give an easier way for someone to come in, maybe a, a good video that describes where they're at. Because those of us that are in it, like really in it, we know all of this. We're, we're there. And, you know, the community very much is like, you know, hey, but you don't understand this is a very different alpha than before. And the thing is, we're going to have people coming from the outside, too, that are going, hey, I've never experienced an alpha like this. These are my experiences. And this isn't matching anything I've ever seen before. So there, there's a good middle ground where the community and the development team and everything, we can come up with a way either we do the videos and they, they highlight it because we're... You know we're really good at bringing new people in or um well i think i think like that's that. what's really great about being a gamer mm -hmm. in in this in in this time is that we get to see all of these different types of releases coming out right and so by doing so we're broadening our our ideas of what an alpha could be so like the next alpha game i play i'm gonna remember this i'm gonna remember that this is a possibility and i'm not gonna have as much negative thought as I did for this one, comparing it to the previous, because I'm learning with each experience that I play, with each game that I play, with each $60 that I drop on a game, I'm gaining an invaluable amount of knowledge. And that's that's awesome. And I'm really excited about that. Which is amazing. And it is it is a great, great new era of game development, everything else. And I, I think Star Citizen hit on a very good note doing the open development model, which we're seeing more and more companies now emulate yeah. because they realize that we do want to see the bits and parts and not everybody's out to see the bits and parts all the time and they're still adjusting. But I think any information and feedback we give them can only help. And uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on ways that we can help introduce people that might be new to the project, new to, you know, how their model works? Like what could what could have helped improve your new experience outside of the fact that it was so crash heavy, which that that's like an alpha of an alpha situation. But... Yeah, no, that was just a really bad time to come into the game. And I, I, I knew better. Um, sorry. Uh, I. What would I do to change it? See, this is why I hate complaining is because people are like, well, what would you do? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to bitch about it. Um, <laughs> I guess I would probably work more on some sort of tutorial. And I, I know I've already said that. That's really lame. But I would have some sort of easy access, click through thing that's just like, these are the buttons you need to click to do anything. Like, you need to know to press 1. You need to know to press B. You need to know to press B. Those are pretty much the three keys that I've learned are the most important keys in Star, Star, Star Citizen. Am I wrong? There are far more important keys. Well, okay, those are my three important keys, so let me have them. W but anyways... WSAD might be good. Oh, well, okay, no, 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 you know what I mean? Every game has WSD <laughs> turd bucket. Um, obviously, according to your chat, and they're correct here, we need to introduce more people by giving them hugs. And yeah. actually, you know, that's a really good idea. Let's... Maybe, and y'all kind of did this with me, but as a community, we could find new players and really just hug them into it. Ease them gently and warmly into it when there's no crashes. Because if I would have had you helping me when I had no crashes, it would have been an entirely different experience. But uh, problem is hug definitions around here are a little bit different in the fact that they normally cause explosions, terror, and death. I mean, isn't that the point of a space sim? <laughs> that is true. But, but yeah, I think, I think, honestly, I think that this community is fantastic in the sense that everybody wants to help. But I will say that y'all need to work a little bit, not, not all of you, but some of you need to work a little bit on being a little more open-minded. Because any sort of criticism that's given is immediately met with, well, this isn't how this game is. This is this, 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 this. And you need to understand people are going to have opinions. And the best way to get people to like something that you want them to like is to make their opinion slowly morph into yours, right? It's manipulation at its finest. You don't go hard on onto somebody. You don't go head front. You go ease them into it. You're like, oh, right. You know, you, you have played previous albums, but, but did you know? 
that in this alpha, you have this. There's no other game with that. And I'd be like, oh my God, that's such a good point. And I'd slowly become part of your hive mind. You have to introduce them. It's like a cult. You have to pull them in. So instead of a brick wall, you give them a gentle slope. You give them a hug. All the hugs. <laughs> All the hugs. Which always ends with terror, death, and destruction. Just a little bit. It's a very slow, manipulative hug. Perfect. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> and chat, I do like some of the responses with yeah, they're great. she's they're criticizing great. us, get her. <laughs> uh um yeah, no, they're they're and they have something they, they also said that I wanted to point out. They said the problem is that the critiques are often confrontational to begin with. Understand that that is not addressed to the game, that is addressed to the gaming industry in most times. Um we I think all of us can agree as gamers, we are sick and tired of this game that like game developers have been playing with us where they make us pay $60 for a, a game that isn't anywhere near finished. And then they're like, give us more money, give us more money, give us more money. Okay. And like five years, we'll give you a game. I mean, Daisy did it, you know, like, like, I mean, Daisy didn't do the give us more money part, but they, you know what I mean? Like I'm, yeah. I'm personally getting tired of the fact that it seems like it's just a long drawn out ploy to make me spend as much money as possible because I'm in, helpless addict and i need this oh sorry my alarm to wake up is going off isn't that great sorry um but yeah that that's that's yeah the dlc model the dlc model it's and it's it's frustrating because they've done it instead as as an alpha sort of thing yeah and i i can i can see that as it is definitely constructive criticism on these things and that's that's why i i, I do like being able to present star citizen as the option where it's cheaper than a full game now and you except for the expansions in story and it it's only for story at least for now um like you're getting the full star citizen game when it comes out you're mm -hmm. getting your starter ship and you're getting their full single player campaign on top of it and they're doing it for 45 bucks you just have to pay early so it's it's a pre-order thing but they don't have a DLC model set up. They're like, no, we're we're giving you all of these items. Well, and that's that's exciting because that that is super exciting. Um, but when I think that that people mistake it when people come in with criticism, it's not addressed to this particular game. Or at least mine wasn't to this particular game. It was my infuriation with the space genre in general. Um, the entire alpha model that's out now. It's like. I and I'm, I'm gonna sound like such a stupid person, but I miss the days of being able to go to the store and buy Sonic the Hedgehog and put it on my Dreamcast and sure and skip every once in a while. But I had a whole game, I had a whole game to to explore and play, and I paid like twenty bucks for it. You know, like I'm I'm not saying that games shouldn't be expensive. I I'm I spend way too much money on games that I have no issues with spending money on games, but I am saying. It's 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 a frustration that I've built as a whole for the gaming industry lately, and I think people take criticisms that are given as a direct assault when really it's more like this is issues that I'm encountering based on previous experiences and previous grievances. It's like any relationship you walk into, you're gonna have baggage. You can pretend like you don't, but you're going to. Oh yeah. And 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 you can work through it with communication, and you can work through it by being honest, but. You have to ease your way into it. You have to work through it. There's a progress. So that's 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 what I that's what I that's what I think. I, I actually think that's a really good point to make to all of us out there as part of the community where we can get defensive because we've been in it for so long and that, that fresh point of view and that idea that, you know what, hey, take that step back, you know. Just let let them have their but hug them, hug them in. Bring them in gently. That's a Manipulate them. Manipulate the shit out of them. It's the only way you can ever succeed in life. So hug them in. The new, the new phrase. I think you just ended up uh, getting the title for our show there. The yes. title for this episode is probably going to end up being "Hug Them In." Mm-hmm. That's that's perfect. Um, yeah, I, I I hope I haven't offended anybody. I hope I haven't made anybody upset. I I, I always. I'm as honest as I possibly can be. I've learned that honesty suits me beyond belief. And 
just through discovering that I've learned that my opinion may not agree with everybody else's, but I do believe that I have an opinion that a lot of people share. And I think it's it's something, especially, and I see this in the elite community too. I see this in every gaming community, like the art community, the, you know, any any gaming community I play in, I see these diehard people who are like, how dare you not like what we have, you know? And I just wish gamers as a whole, like, I feel like as gamers, we're all the, we were all made fun of, right? Like, we were all the outcasts. We were all the ones who, who didn't get accepted. Yeah. We should accept everybody and their thoughts. And if we disagree with them, we're supposed to be more mature. We're, like, supposed to have already, like, been like, oh, well, I was bullied, so I know how to talk to people and make them like me now, you know, or whatever whatever your little quip is. Or I know how to make people understand my point of view now because I've learned. I've actually thought about it. I'm not a bully. We need to stop looking at this as competition and making people feel unwelcome in a community just because they disagree with something. If you want somebody, to, if you want to bring new players into your game, your number one step is your community, and you can't have a hateful community. That's that's definitely a very good point to be making, because no matter how much that they try to sling mud or whatever else they're going to do, we can either choose to ignore it if it's obvious just them venting for the sake of venting, or if they want to have a discussion, we'll be there for mm -hmm. them. Absolutely, like. I feel like I feel like that's that's what we need to focus on as a whole. And and somebody asked me a question. Do you mind if I answer it? Go for it. Okay. They said, "How does ranting about the industry while still buying into the early access help at all? Does that not just perpetuate the problem by rewarding the problem makers?" And I just I want to say you just pointed out if some people just want to vent, they just want to vent, right? So maybe I don't agree with it, but I don't see a better solution. Like. I want games that I can play for years and I couldn't play that when I had Sonic the Hedgehog for $20, you know? So I don't see a better solution as of now, but I will, like, I, I don't have an answer. You don't have to have an answer to have a problem with something. It makes me a horrible person, but it's, it's the reality of it. And I mean, I want to play these games. I'm excited about these games. Am I frustrated when I feel like they're just working me and leading me on? Yes. But don't we all feel that way about somebody in our lives? But um <laughs> Well played. Deep, deep. deep. <laughs> oh, well played, so Crass. I go. Uh, on, on to other topics, though. I mean, is there anything else that... I? You said you didn't know much about the systems and things in the game, and you're just learning. But what else has is, is piqued your interest with what little tidbits you've gotten? What, like... What really, beyond the role-playing and beyond the stuff that I've described so far, like, made your ears perk up and go, huh, that's something I haven't seen done before. People manning the ships together. The multi-crew. Yes. Yes, that... So exciting. <laughs> Just so exciting. <laughs> I can't even control myself. Um, it's like... The idea... That one of us is flying, one of us is doing turrets, and one of us is doing shields. It's going to be a disaster, and it's great. I'm so excited. It's like it's like I know people think it's going to work out great, but in reality, like I have enough trouble controlling all those things by myself. Imagine trying to dictate to other people with their own separate brains what I want them to do, and then who decides who's in control? Like who decides you're the leader of this ship? You don't think there's going to be a rebellion? Like you don't think the guy working the shields is going to be like, well, fuck you, dude, working the guns. You think you're in control? watch this shields are down i don't care if i die you're going with me you know like i'm so excited for the potential drama happen. and potential for the drama i uh, i've thought about it from the perspective because of a lot of the people i've talked to here and everything we're like oh we're you know we're we're willing to take this stuff on together and unless i have to hug something for everyone's amusement but you know we're ready to be coordinated i hadn't thought about it from the perspective of you know Hey, why is the guy uh, sitting at the gun think he's in charge? Screw him. Shut the shields down. I'm taking us all out with me. Like, like it's, it's just, it's endless possibilities for mayhem. And mayhem is good content. And as a streamer, good content is what I care about. And that's exciting to me. That is super exciting to me. If I see something in a game and I think, man, I could do this and create a great highlight and post it to YouTube and get this many views. I want it. I want to be part of that. And... 
And and maybe that makes me different than other gamers in the sense that I'm not playing games strictly for their gameplay. I have to enjoy a game to play it, but it, it's 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 a whole new dimension. And the, the really fascinating part of that is that by deciding, okay, I'm going to do this and do this and this and get good content, I'm bringing more people in who go, I don't want to do that. And then we build this community and it's back into hugging people in. And it's just this never ending loop of like amazingness. I think that right there is one of the perfect notes to end on is the idea of never ending amazingness. Uh, before we get into the post show where we talk a bit more directly with chat and everything else, uh, one more time, I'd like you to, you know, give us a little rundown and shout out for the elite dangerous role-playing server. Can I just explain it briefly? Oh, yes. That's okay, so player-made factions are a thing. You can come in with your own faction. If you already have a guild in Elite Dangerous, if you want to make a guild in Elite Dangerous, if you want to be smugglers, you want to be pirates, you want to be pirate hunters, whatever you want to be, you come in, okay? There's some laws. They're all in the rules. They're very, they're, they're, they're kind of long, but they're, they're worth it. The idea, the inspiration came from the Arma 3 Critical Gaming and Arma 3 Life servers, as well as the Twitch RP servers. So we're, we're kind of meshing those two. Police, you have to apply to be a police officer. As a police officer, you have cool freaking power. You can ex escort somebody from a system and ban them for up to 45 minutes from that system. You can time, you can find them. And then the really cool thing that we added last night that you don't know about this yet, Rockies, mm -hmm. we're going to assign galactic service, which is essentially community service where you have to do boring trade missions at whatever system we say and do the, the, do the boring missions for however long we say. So that is galactic service, and I'm really excited about it. And then you can be a bounty hunter, and these are the two applied positions, which are police officers and bounty hunters. Bounty hunters get player-made bounties posted on a on the Discord. And so let's say Grocky's here. He killed me. And he, or no, he didn't kill me, because I wouldn't remember my death, sorry. Grocky's here, took 300 tons of cargo from me when I was, when I was running around. He, he pirated me. And the police escorted from the system, and they got me to my like half of my stuff back. But I'm I'm out of like 150 credit, like 150 tons worth of credits right here. This pisses me off. So I post a forum, a post on the bounties, and I say, hey, I'm gonna pay this many credits if you take this guy out. And then in come the bounty hunters, and they're all fighting against each other to get these bounties and go compete. And they come in. And they just drastically like go for it and they have to investigate. You can't find out where anybody is except for by investigation. And the only way to investigate is word of mouth and like asking people. And you can buy information from people and somebody can sell you information. They can sell you the wrong information, but I don't advise selling the wrong information to a bounty hunter. But anyways, <laughs> point being, endless opportunities for role play between that. You could be somebody who hates pirates and you go and kill pirates and the police are trying to hunt you down because you're like a vigilante. Vigilante? Vigilante. 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 Okay, that's how you pronounce that. But anyways, it's just, it's amazing. And, and you can find it, the, the, the fastest way is to go to my twitch.tv slash crasskitty or twitter.com slash crasskitty. Both of them have it posted up at the top as a link for you to apply. On the, on the, on the Twitch, it's right under my first thing. It says hello, it's bolded. And then on my Twitter, it's a pinned tweet. And I really want people to get here we're opening it and going live with it as soon as we have 75 applications we're almost halfway there so really pumped i'm i'm so excited for that because elite is a great space sim it just needs more content and now we're finding a way to bring them a different level of depth of content yeah it's, it's gonna be amazing so this so uh, rp server brought to you by crass kitty and bad news gaming yes Yes, yes, bringing yes, you all the content that we possibly can. This is just the beginning, everyone. So, Crass Kitty, where can we find you? Um, Twitch.tv slash Crass Kitty, Twitter.com slash Crass Kitty, uh, all those things. So, any, any, anything under Crass Kitty is me. There's nobody else who uses the name. So, you can Google Crass Kitty. You can, you can do whatever you want. I mean, Google me, baby. Hey, always Google somebody before a first date. It's a good rule. That is a very good rule. And just, you want a date? Just for the audio <laughs> listeners out there, uh, that's C R A S S K I T T Y. Just so you know the spelling, and you can go look her up on the Googles. Yes, I just said the Googles. And I, as always, am Grockies, G R A K E E S. And you can find me on twitch.tv, YouTube, Twitter, and all across the internet under that very name. Chat, we will be back in just a moment for the post show and for the audio listeners. 
Have a good one. This is where you say bye to the audio listeners. Oh, bye, audio listeners. You were great. I hope you have a fantastic day and a wonderful life. And may all of your space sims fill your dreams with ships and stuff. Bye. Bye. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that that could be a lot.